Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. Hello, Ivy Church. Hello, Ivy Church. Welcome to Ivy Church. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. I wonder if you pray at bedtime, whether you prayed when you were a child or whether you pray now. But for me, I pray with my kids every single night. And yet a couple of months ago, my little girl stopped. And I would say to her, it's your turn to pray. Would you like to pray? And she'd say, no, you pray, mummy. And then the next night she'd say again, come on, Poppy, it's time to pray. Let's, let, are you going to pray? And she'd say, no, you pray, mummy. And night after night, this kept happening. I'd ask her and she'd just sit quietly and reluctantly not really getting involved, just sit back and let me pray. And so I started to get a bit annoyed at it and I was like, Poppy, come on, I want to hear you. Please, can you pray? And then one night in a slightly desperate voice, she answered me and said, I would really like to pray. I just don't know what to say. And that's when I realised that she hadn't been quiet or reluctant because she didn't want to pray, because she didn't want to get involved, but she wasn't getting involved because she didn't know how. And how often is this our experience when thinking about things of faith and of God? That actually we can become a follower of Jesus like we heard from Tim last week. It could have been when we were young or it might be more recently like at Festival Manchester. Or it might be that actually some of us were still checking it out, but whenever it is that we discover Jesus and however it happens for us, it is wonderful, but then we have to live it out. And this is where it gets harder. And I need to let you know that even if you're just starting out, that it's not just in the few days and weeks of becoming a Christian, but actually we can find that we've been a Christian for 40 years and there's still things that we look at and think, oh, I'd love to get involved in that, but I don't know how. And we here at Ivy Church have changed the way that we do church quite drastically. We've changed it so that everything we do is now focused around us growing into disciples who are more like Jesus. And there's different steps along that journey with various people championing each of those values and roles. And the current teaching series is based on that journey, based on those roles. We have Discover, and you can listen back to what Tim shared about that last week. And then in the coming weeks, I'm going to speak today about Deliver. And then we have Devote, Develop and Deploy. And so last year, as we were having these changes, it was an option that we could choose to apply for one of these roles. And I was praying about which of these to apply for. And God gave me a picture. And in the picture, there was a huge, beautiful wave. And it came up and covered a beach. It covered the sand. And then as the wave moved back and the tide came out, what was underneath was all that was exposed on the beach by the wave. And there were some bits of things that were messy. There was bits of rubbish, there was stuff that needed to be cleared away, but there was also something beautiful. There were different things like shells and sea glass and things that you'd wanna collect and take home that have been left in the sand. And I felt like Jesus said to me, this is what I want you to do in your role as deliverer. 
And so I applied for that role to be the leader of Deliver and I got the job and that's why I'm able to speak to you about it today. And in the picture, the initial wave, I believe, is discover. That there's that initial wave of the Holy Spirit, of an awakening, of a, a moment that maybe we've gone, wow, there's a God and I want to meet with him. That we have that moment of discovery. That we're hit with God's love and his spirit. And then there's still life. There's a load of stuff for us to still sort out on our beach, in our hearts and in our minds. And some of those things are messy. And here at Ivy Church, we want to help holistically, which is why I oversee some amazing ministries that we have here. We have CAP, Christians Against Poverty, helping people to get out of debt and to live free. We have the Recovery Group, which helps people with life-controlling issues. And it's why before going on mat leave, I wrote and delivered training for the Ivy Care listeners so that at any time you can get in touch and be connected to someone who will listen, who will care, and who will help you to clear your beach and be ready for all that God has for you. And we wanna grow in these areas of support and I'm excited to see how we can bring freedom and deliverance in the messy areas of our life. But I also know that there is beauty. In each of us, there is beauty on our beach. There's shells, there's things to collect. And I believe that we're delivered out of darkness into light. So my role is not to focus on the darkness, but actually to help welcome us into the light. And the light we have is the goodness of heaven, the goodness of God. You see, when a baby is born, we don't keep them small. We don't keep telling that baby about the delivery, about how they were born, about what happened when they were a baby and keep them a baby. We want to see them grow. We want to help them grow up, to go from being a baby to a stumbling toddler, to a child who makes mistakes, to teens who learn and grow, and ultimately to being an adult who teaches others. And in the same way, when we come to know God, we don't want to stay as babies. When you become a Christian, you might hear this verse quite a lot. You might hear people say this verse that says, I'm a new creation, or people say that as they become a Christian. I'm a new creation. But the only problem with that is knowing that actually we can then keep going around the same circle of just saying, oh, I messed up again, but I'm a new creation. I messed up again, but I'm a new creation. And the truth is, you are a new creation. And the Greek word in the Bible where it says that actually means you are completely unique. Never been seen before, absolutely new. There can be a new way of thinking, a new way of feeling, a new life that is ahead of you when you become a Christian. That is absolutely true. And only Jesus can do that. And maybe that has happened for you recently. And if it has, maybe at Festival Manchester in other ways, then we would love for you to come on one of our short courses called Knowing, Growing, Going. And so please go on the website to find out more about that. But actually the verse doesn't end there. It doesn't just say that we are a new creation. It says that we are a new creation and now we have purpose. And whenever we look at the Bible, we don't want to just pull out a word that we like or a line that we like. We, it's best for us to look at it in the context of where it came from. And so the wider context of this we'll see is all about deliverance, what he delivers us from, for and into. So we're going to read now from 2 Corinthians 5, 14. For Christ's love compels us. 
because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed us to the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. And we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So that is saying that you are a new creation with a job to do that we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through you. That's a big job, to be an ambassador. I have a friend who works for a charity and part of her role is to look after Princess Anne at the events that she goes to. But looking after Princess Anne means that she has to know all the royal protocol. Everything has to be just so. It has to be just as the royals would have it because she is there representing the queen at everything she does. And therefore, Princess Anne gets treated like a queen because she is there on behalf of the queen. And that is the same for us, that we go places on behalf of God, that we go places and we step into things and we should expect a certain amount of grace because actually we are called ambassadors of Christ. You have a job to do. The words that you say are not just your words, they are the words that God would want you to say. And we're asked to step up into that role, not just for a queen or a king on earthly terms, but for God. And maybe though you've listened to those verses then and you think like Poppy did, well, I like that, but how? And asking how is a really good place to start. It's something that we massively want to encourage here at church, being open enough to ask, not to ask me specifically, but to ask Jesus, to ask each other, to be open to learning. You see, when Poppy said to me that night, I'd I'd love to pray, but I just don't know how. I don't have the words to say. It reminded me of a time in the Bible where the disciples asked Jesus the exact same thing. How do we pray? And Jesus answered them by explaining to them the Lord's Prayer and by going through that with them, helping them to be able to talk to to their heavenly dad. And so here is Poppy to share with you the Lord's Prayer. And if you know it, why not say it along with her, giggle along with her, and I'll come back to you in a moment. Our Father, who's in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us our day, our daily bread. Forgive us our sins and we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not to temptation, deliver us from evil. Yours is the power, the glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So at first, at night, we would just say the Lord's Prayer. And she learnt it, as you can see, and she's beautiful with it. And I thought, excellent, I've done it. She can now pray. But can she? Can she actually pray? Does she actually understand the words that she's saying? Or have I just taught her some good words? 
And so then we began each night to say the Lord's Prayer, but then I would let her or my son, they could say stop at any point within it. And then we'd talk about that line and we'd pray a bit more. And so that might be, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Stop. And then we would say, okay, let's tell the Father how wonderful he is. Hallowed be your name just means wonderful is your name. So let's tell him why he's wonderful. Let's give him our thanks. Or your kingdom come, your will be done. Stop. Where do we need to see the kingdom of God come? Maybe we need to see some healing. Maybe we need a miracle in our lives. Maybe we just need something very simple that we want to ask him for. Give us today our daily bread. Stop. Let's thank him for what we have and ask him for anything that we need. Forgive us our sins. Stop. That's where we get honest. But the prayer is never sorry and then a long telling off. The the prayer is sorry and then immediately thank you. Thank you that I'm forgiven. Thank you that now that I've said sorry to you, I know that you remove the stuff that I've done wrong as far as the east is from the west, that there's a change that's happened, that you've fully forgiven me and therefore I can forgive others and we carry on the prayer. So you get the idea. And it's really helped the way that we pray to talk to Jesus, to properly pray, to have a chat with the God that loves us, not just to say a load of words. And I believe that is a massive way that we can be ambassadors for Christ is to keep going to our God, is to keep asking him what he wants from us and how we do the things that we wanna be doing. And actually by going through the Lord's Prayer, because it does have everything we need. And if we get serious about each line, it can be transformative. But there's one line in particular that the kids love to stop at and they would stop at it every night if I let them. And it's lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And they always make me go first. I have to share where I was tempted that day. And you know what? To think about that every day is actually wild. To think about not just where I sinned, where I messed up stuff that I've actually done, but to just think what I was tempted to do. Like to stay, take even a step back and think, where was I tempted today? And so whether that is to talk about someone in not a very nice way or when I was annoyed at someone for parking in a bay and I nearly went over to them to say, you don't even have a child in your car. Whatever it is that kind of that day was tempted but then didn't manage to do. But one day I remember sometimes as well when I'd want to tell them stuff and then I'd think, oh, I can't tell them that because they'll be disappointed in me. And one day I was telling Poppy that that day I was tempted to not buy a bag from Sainsbury's, but just to click that I had already had a bag and then really take one. And so I was telling her that, that I was tempted to steal a bag. And then she was like, you stole from Sainsbury's? And she was like, amazed that her mum was actually this villain from a film that would steal from Sainsbury's and that and that made me feel like oh my goodness I didn't realize she was gonna take that so I was like I was only tempted probably a bit of a lie then as well because I'm pretty sure I've done that many a time but it has changed my days because actually I know now that I have to share that temptation with Poppy not just with God but with my kids as well and therefore it makes me click and pay for a bag and not steal it Or it makes me think a little bit more about not lying or not going over to that person that I think shouldn't be in that parking bay because I'm actually accountable to God and my kids every day. And that's just by reading the Lord's Prayer. 
But the first question that we have to say after that thing of, you know, sharing your temptation, the first question is, and did you do it? So you attempted to do that. Did you do it? And if the answer is yes, then like I say, we jump to the forgiveness line and we say, I'm sorry for doing that. Thank you that you forgive me. But if the answer is no, then we go straight to the end of that line in prayer where it says, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. And so we lay a hand on whoever it is and say, deliver mummy from evil, deliver poppy from evil. And that might sound a bit heavy, but it's what we've got into and the kids love it. They love to share the naughty things that they were tempted to do but didn't do. They love to lay hands on each other and deliver from evil. And it's acknowledging that we can be tempted to do stuff, but we don't have to walk in the evil that we're tempted by. And it makes us accountable to each other. But also I feel like for each of us listening today, it actually means that this is not just something good with some kids, but it is the bar that we have on being delivered is pretty high because we're called to be ambassadors for Christ that we might look like him, that we might represent him. And that will involve us having to stop doing some things that we shouldn't be doing. Princess Anne knows that she has things that she cannot do because it will reflect back on the queen. But she doesn't do that out of guilt or obligation. She does that also because she wants to honour the queen. She wants to honour her mum. And so it matters that we would keep a short account believing that what God says isn't just true, but it's actually because he has the best for us. It matters that we have integrity. It matters if we're okay with stealing a bag from co-op, Sainsbury's, wherever, or it's like if we think it's all right to just lie to a friend. And this isn't about us just being, you should now be a good person, but it's because honesty, integrity, holiness, living clean is good it's the best way to live it means that we live lighter and more free that's what we get by being delivered when I very first moved to Manchester I went to a prayer meeting with some guys that I'd met at Ivy and I remember going along and thinking that'd be fun and they were starting to pray but then actually their prayers were quite intense they were quite full-on and I remember listening to the stuff they were praying and they were saying you know we've removed everything God We've stopped doing everything that you've asked us to do because we want to strip back everything to live the fullest for you. We lay everything down so that you can use us. Like it says in Psalm 139, search my heart, Lord, know everything about me. And as I listened to their prayers, I had to stop praying. And I actually left the house because I couldn't be there because I could feel the presence of God and I knew that they had done a lot to get to the place of being able to say, I've done everything I can, Lord. I'm clean before you, use me. But I knew that God couldn't search my heart in that way. I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to see what was there because I knew what was there. I knew that there were some things that needed to change. There were some small things and some huge things, some behaviours to change and some relationships that needed to end. And I wanted to be able to pray that prayer. That was the point. It wasn't that I felt guilty. It was that I wanted to be able to stand before Jesus and say, I love you and I've given you my everything and so use me. So the first thing for me to do was to go home and break up with the boyfriend that I was with. 
But not just that, there were other things that I needed to do. And like I say, it wasn't out of guilt. It was out of a desire to love Jesus and to know him more. Because I had discovered Jesus but before, before that, but I hadn't been delivered into his light in those areas. And that's not a one-off thing. That's something that keeps happening, whether, like I say, you, got, you discovered God a day ago or you discovered God 40 years ago. He will still, in his love, point out the mess sometimes that's on the beach and sometimes the treasure. So we need to clear the beach. We need our hearts to be cleared of the mess and to collect the good that Jesus has for us. And no one knows this better than Peter, who messed up so many times, but was called into the love of God. And you hear what he says about us in 1 Peter 2. He says, but you, take this for yourself, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not his people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And this light means that we are a chosen people. We're royalty. You are called and anointed. You have a plan from God for your life. We should be able to speak to God and hear his reply. And I'm praying for us that over the next few months that we will see even more grow in the prophetic, that we'll experience more freedom through deliverance, through healing, that we'll expect miracles. I want Deliver to be the spiritual hub as we are brought into this light. And I want to work closely with the next D along, which is devote. And I just see my role being like Poppy, to keep going to God and asking how. And then we can do all that God has for us. So I'll pray for you and I ask that you would pray for me. And I will be looking at how we can best grow in our spiritual gifts, in walking in the light that we're now called into. And I'm learning from other churches, from other, how other people do it, from Glasgow Prophetic Alliance. But I'd also love to hear from you. I have loved seeing, while I was on maternity leave, all these different things sprouting up in Ivy, healing cafes, prayer ministries, prophetic movements. And I would love to get alongside you and support you in that. But I also believe for more. I believe that there are so many listening right now who actually on your beach, there's so much treasure. There's creativity. There's new things that are on your beach that are just lying there that God's saying, it's time to pick it up. It's time to dance again. It's time to start something new. And maybe some of us, as we look at that beach, we think, actually, there's still some mess that needs to be cleared. There's some stuff that I know isn't right that I want to get right so that I can be used in the fullest for God. But I wonder, too, what gifts are lying there that could be used to encourage others? And so we're going to pray now. Let's pray together. And as we pray, I would love for you to just ask God to show you the beach of your heart. What does the beach of your life look like right now? Is there any mess that you've been thinking as I've been speaking that you know that he'd like to clear? But also, what is the goodness? What is the beauty that he wants to use? And I think for too many of us, we're too hard on ourselves and think, oh, it's just a load of mess. 
when I believe God will look at your beach and say, there is so much treasure there. Because that's the word he speaks over us. You're chosen. You are royal. You are holy. You're God's special possession. And it's out of that place that he says, that's what I want you to look like in this world. And so I pray for you now that this would be something you continue to ask God. What's the mess that needs clearing? Thank you that you forgive me. And how can I pick up the treasure that is on this beach to use it for your glory? In Jesus' name, amen. Anthony Delaney, I'd love to welcome you to Ivy Church. Do check out the website, click on a few buttons, look at some previous teaching and some of the other things that we've been involved with. And why not plan to join us soon at one of our locations? Join a grow group, do the alpha course and figure out for yourself what it is that Christians believe. Or if you've got anything we can pray about, be in touch, press the contact button so that you can email us, let us know about you and how we hope you can be part of us. Come and join us at Ivy Church.